welcome, welcome to The Naked Pastor, uh, the show that's all about you and your questions regarding God, faith, religion, and the Bible. Tonight we are talking about being born again or repentance. What's the difference and how does that work in my co-host, once again, my brother, Robert Pollard, all the way from Pretoria. Thank you, Robbie. Um, if you are listening via the podcast uh, platforms, Apple Podbean, uh, Google Podcasts, or Audible, or the other platforms, please note that this is actually a live show, and we want you to join us on 8 o'clock on Thursday nights, Central Africa time. All right, so you are, we are going live right now. Robbie, are you there? Yes, welcome. Can you hear me? Good evening. Yes, I can hear you loud and clear, my friend. Are you doing well? I'm well. I'm blessed. I'm healthy. Uh, no complaints. Fantastic. Robbie, just fill us in what wow your ministry has been up to of late. Well, Wilco, you know, we're, we're limited in traveling now because WOW um, also includes uh, international outreaches. So we've been a little bit limited in what we can do, but we are doing, still doing community outreaches every week, uh, reaching out to the guys on the street. Uh, we, Friday nights, we feed about 80 people on the street. And uh, we just share share with them some good news from the word, and uh, blankets, clothes, that kind of stuff. Very good, man. Very good, Robbie. So I'm so excited about tonight's show. Um, this I think it's a very relevant topic, and that we get to talk about uh, what's the difference between repentance and being born again. Let's just dive into that. I'm taking from Mark 1. Uh, it says, uh, John the Baptist comes and he quotes a scripture from Isaiah and he says, make straight the way of the Lord and he preaches a baptism of repentance for the remission of sins. Let's just take it from there. What does it mean to repent? Yeah, the the word repent uh, literally means to turn away. So it means to turn away from the thing that you know is wrong. You, you know, uh, as a Christian, you know that, uh, you know, scripture and, uh, you know, uh, your, your moral, your moral, uh, your inner man knows what's right and wrong. And um, when you know something is wrong, to turn away from that. And obviously, repentance as a Christian doesn't just mean uh, helping yourself by turning away from something. It means turning towards Jesus. That's the right. important thing. It's turning away from the thing that you know is wrong, that thing that is causing you to stumble, steal your joy, uh, whatever it might be, and turn towards Jesus because he's the only one that's able to help you with that problem. So if we say turn away from something, what, what would be something that you know, I would want to turn away from? All right. Let me, let me use my own life as an example. Uh, you know, I was a Coke addict. So I was Not addicted one in a can, I take it, eh? 
No, no, <laughs> no, the, the, the kind you, you put up your nose. Okay. And uh, I was, you know, I was, uh, I started off young um, and then I got into, you know, it started off with party drugs like acid and ecstasy and marijuana and stuff like that. But, you know, it evolved into, the, uh, you know, someone introduced me to coke at a relatively young age and I found that that was my drug of choice. So by the time I was 32, I was so hooked to the stuff that it was busy destroying my whole life and it was costing me a fortune. And I had tried to stop on my own many times, but I couldn't. So one day uh, I was actually invited to a church service. And obviously that was the last thing I wanted to do was go to church. So I went to church high and I, I, I remember going to the going to the toilets and snorting coke in the church toilets and then going out. And, uh, yeah, yeah. But then that day, the preacher said something that hit me. He said, listen, there's someone in this place, you're addicted to drugs. You've tried quitting. You've actually thought about committing suicide because you see it's the only way out for you. You can't afford rehab. You've tried. You can't quit on your own. And I have good news for you. If you turn to Jesus, he will deliver you from this. So mm -hmm. all I had to do was repent, turn away from the coke, but fix my focus on the solution, which wasn't a rehab or uh, any kind of other substance, but it was Jesus. Yeah. And you know what? He were, it, that guy was right. That night my life got changed and I was born again. <laughs> so first right. was the repentance and then was yeah. the, the moment of being born again. Okay. So I just want to talk about a little bit about repentance. And um, before we go to the born again thing, repentance, do you and I agree that is something that you can do to turn around and walk away? Am I right? It's you, well, okay, it's something that that God expects you to do. In uh, Deuteronomy thirty, Moses is speaking to the people. He says to them, "Listen, I stand here before you today, and it's your option. I give, I stand before you, and you have the choice: choose mm -hmm. life or choose death. And it's the same, you know. Uh, repentance is choosing life over death, because the wages of sin is death. Okay, that hasn't changed." Okay, so that so and and I mean I, I I always I always think of um, Cain and Abel, where and because a lot of people would say to you, Robbie, but you know I've got this sin or I've got this habit or I've got this addiction or I've got um, X Y and Z and I've been trying for years um, to get rid of or to stop you know to stop losing my temper or all of that and. It, it, I can't dominate it. it. It keeps on dominating. And I like to think of Cain stoned Abel. That's also your first alcoholic in the Bible for those people. Cain stoned Abel. It's easy to remember that. <laughs> right? And um, uh, Abel got stoned. <laughs> Abel got stoned. No. And, the Cain, and the Lord said to Cain, sin crouches at your door. Rule over it. Yeah. So, so the, you as a person can 
turn your life around. It, you can do that. Absolutely. Do you agree? So, Absolutely. No, uh, you know, grace only kicks in then. Yeah. That's, that's only when grace actually starts kicking in, is when we, when we have this sense of remorse, mm, mm, when, we, mm. when we realize that, listen, I'm on the wrong track. I'm missing God's plan for my life. I'm busy making a mess of my life. Uh, I'm in trouble and I need, I can't, I can't fix myself, but I need to, I need to uh, stop heading in the direction I'm heading now. Yes. I must change direction. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, when you have that remorse and you repent by changing direction, mm -hmm. God's grace is available to you. God's grace so, is available. It's his empowering. Yeah. It's, his, it's, it's God empowering you to walk in victory. Yeah. Robbie, I want to talk a little bit about the guy that takes, uh, we spoke a little bit off air about pride, um, takes pride in the fact that he turned his life around. I want to talk about that. The danger of because we've got the power and we've got the ability to repent and to turn around and to, to walk away. Because a repentance, like you said, is to make a 180 turn. I used to um, you know, do something bad or I used to do something good and I've decided I'm going the other way. I am going to stop doing that bad thing. And there, in there, there's, there's, there's a pitfall of pride have you met people like that and say well i turned my life around oh yeah yeah absolutely and you know there's there's even um there's even sometimes a a, a message it's a it's a self-help humanistic message mm -hmm. that creeps into uh, churches where where it comes down to uh you know it's up to you you must only you must help yourself you've got the power you can do it and yes. um uh, it's it's your will needs to to play a role. Your your human the human will the human soul is a strong thing, mm, but mm. Um, salvation, the actual uh, getting born again, the actual uh, grace of God kicking in, that is totally something that comes from God. So we can't even pride ourselves in. Uh, in, in you know, say say I was a smoker and I quit. Mm, yes. You know, and that's a good example, I think. And many will say, I did it. I did it on my own. You yeah. Know? Uh, someone like that uh, uh, is still is still in pride. They 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 don't understand that you know th that was grace. That was God yes. helping you mm. to get to get rid of that. And some of them might even say to you, I don't even believe believe in God. And yes. I think that is that is what often happens is people don't understand that it's not just no one can live a perfect life anyway. So it's not just turning away from sin, yeah. the repentance part, but it's actually entering into that new life, into the kingdom of God. And that can only happen through Jesus, through rebirth. And pride is something that will that will keep you out of that because you'll think yeah. I I'm good enough. You know, so I, let's talk I, about I, the, I'm a good person. You know, yeah. I, I'm I'm able to do this myself. Yeah. So we talk about the, the guy that is repented. Okay, 
he's turned away from a sinful life or a, lo- a life that is just very, very bad. And he goes to church, he reads his Bible, you know, he sings, he speaks Christianese, and he's on the bandwagon. I turned my life around. Is that guy saved? Is he going to heaven or what? what, what you understand my question? Hmm. Yes, yes, I understand your question. Well, you know, Wilco, the, the best way for me to measure whether someone is properly saved is the fruit of the Spirit mm. in Galatians 5.22. Yes, Because yes. the fruit of the Spirit uh, shows you the character of Christ. Yes. So when you are saved and born again, you are going to have that indwelling character. That is going to become more visible in your life. And uh, if we read the fruit of the Spirit, it's love. So it's love not just for yourself. So you talk less about yourself. Yeah. There's less I and me in your sentences. Yes. And yes. You, you have more love for other people. And there's patience. And there's joy. And there's uh, gentleness. And there's goodness. This faithfulness, uh, this meekness, these are wonderful characteristics. A self, self-control. Yeah. These are the kind of things that show me that someone has really been properly, really saved. They're not mm. just talking Christianese. They're not just playing church. They're not just going through all the religious duties. Yeah. Because all of these things, reading Bible is a good thing. Uh, attending church is a good thing. Uh, um, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff that we can mention. Giving food to the poor, it's a good thing. Uh, talking, the, saying amen and hallelujah and all that stuff, it's good. But, yeah. but it can all be religious dead works if yes. you're not born again. And becoming born again happens when you totally surrender your life to Jesus. It so let's just talk about that quickly. You a little die, bit. Your world dies. Yeah. In John three three. Yeah. In John three three, yeah. a Nicodemus comes to Jesus, and um, and this is like before we go and finish off this thing. I, I want to go step by step with it um, regarding being born again without repentance. We spoke a little about about repentance without being born again. And I want to talk a little yeah. about, be, about being born again without repentance. And uh, Nicodemus comes to Jesus and says, What must I do to inherit the kingdom of God? And Jesus answers him in John 3, 3, I tell you the truth. No one can see the kingdom of God unless he's born again. And we all know Nicodemus' response. Must I go back into my mother's womb? What are you talking about? Will you unpack for us so that, you know, the guy on the lowest step, myself, can understand the concept of born again? Yeah, absolutely. Look, it's a, it's a really, uh, if, if, we, if we look at the scripture, the scripture says that the spiritual man uh, understand spiritual things and that the natural man has a hard time understanding spiritual mm. things. 
Yes. Because <laughs> it's difficult. It's, it's difficult to understand. Uh, even in John 3, verse 6, Jesus says, That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So being born again literally means that uh, um, there's a spiritual awakening. The spirit of God uh, 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 makes you spiritually alive again. And uh, uh, it only happens when you put your faith in Jesus. So repentance is part of it. Repentance is saying, I know this is wrong, and I know I need a Savior. So yeah. I turn away from it, and I fix my eyes on the Savior. And yeah. I, I approach Him with faith. And it's the faith that God is looking for. It's the faith yeah. that causes the moment of being born again. It's, it's, uh, Jesus says in verse 6, He says, The wind blows where, blows where it wants. Uh, you yep. hear the sound, but you can't tell where it comes from. And so it is with everyone who is born of the Spirit. In other words, we can't even say exactly when that's going to happen. I cannot mm. tell you, all right, pray this prayer with me, and you're going to be born again. Mm. Because that moment of being born again is, is, a, is a, a, um, something that God does. It's, it's when the Spirit of God comes in. And he, he's, he's just waiting for that surrender. He's waiting for that moment yes. of total surrender and dependence on Jesus. And then he'll do it. He's faithful to do it. So uh, it's, a, it's a supernatural moment. It's something that God does. Mm. But it is dependent on your cooperation. Just like when Mary got uh, uh, impregnated by the Holy Spirit, Yes, um, yes. When, when, the, when she said, God, let it be according to thy word. So mm -hmm. she gave God permission. She said, all right. Yes. I'll, I, you know, my life is yours. Yeah. And that is the moment yeah. that God is looking for. So you, and I think you, you said it correctly. You see, being born again is not something that I can do. It is something that the Holy Spirit does within me. Yeah. And God being a the ultimate, ultimate gentleman will, even if you are faking it in front of people, say, yes, I want to, but in your heart, you don't want to, the Holy Spirit will not overshadow. He will not cause you to be born again. Do you agree with that? Absolutely, because he's, he's looking for uh, uh, genuineness. He's looking for you to be genuine. Uh, God, you know, we can fool people, but we can't fool God. Amen. Mm -hmm. That's why, you know, I've been in the past, in my growing up, there have been many times in my life that I've uh, uh, made that, said that prayer, let's call it the sinner's prayer or whatever. I said yeah. that rhyme, you know, I'm a sinner, forgive me, blah, 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 all of that. You know, there's this. Uh, why I say blah blah blah? Because it's because it's not the, it's not the words that save you. It's not just the the, the verses that you say or the rhyme that you say or the, uh, uh, you know, the words that you repeat after someone that saves you, that gets you born again. It's the fact that you have remorse in your heart. You know you need a savior, and you put your confidence, you put your trust. In Jesus, the Holy Spirit uh, is waiting for that faith, and when He sees it, 
he'll be he, he will do what he promised to do he's just looking for us to be genuine so it took me i i remember doing that a lot in my life yes. and i just it 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 never i want it, it sounds strange to say it never worked but it never worked hmm. and then when i was 32 years old and i was at my last look it was either that or i was going to punch my own ticket yeah 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 you know i was going to die anyway either i was going to die a natural death by putting a bullet through my skull or i was going to my will was going to die right there in that church that day my pride yeah. my will my 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 own self was going to die and i was just yeah. going to surrender it all to jesus Robbie, said, but, well, but i'm just going to do this let's talk about the person that has done that let's talk about that the guy that has done that um that he has been to church and he has heard about this whole thing being born again he's being a good guy like nicodemus a good guy somebody that has been basically seeking the lord and you and i in ministry we've seen this a thousand times you make them you make an altar call you invite somebody to the front to surrender their life to open their hearts for Jesus to receive Jesus into their lives and that just doesn't seem to work what do we say to that guy yeah you uh, you know Wilco, firstly what what we need to understand is if you read in John 1 verse 12 and 13 it says as many as received him Mm. to them he gave the right or the power to become sons of god or the children yeah. of god mm. even to them that believe on his name and then it says who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor mm. of the will of man but of god so yes. what this is saying is you are born of god when you put your faith your confidence in him you need to receive him into your life so often what i find is this the the guys are uh, um they they in it for the benefits yes you yes got to say yeah yeah they 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 in it for the benefits but there's not there's there's not that uh, uh, that willingness to receive him into their lives into every area of their lives Yeah, he can and come into the kitchen. That decision, that that, uh, sorry, he can move into the kitchen, but he can't have the whole house. Exactly, you know, and so there has to be that that moment of, you know, there's a song that says, "You can have it all." Yeah, you can have it all, Lord, every part of my world. So we get to that place, and uh, uh, God, you know, God is not a man that he should lie; he's faithful. Other yes. times what happens is someone is born again but he's not spending time in the word. Yeah. So he's but, not he's not um he's not living out that new nature because he's not getting his mind renewed. Mm-hmm. Now that sounds like pastor talk. So to put that in simple terms for everyone to understand, that means when you decide <laughs> when you repent and you surrender and you choose to follow Jesus and you receive him into your life. Mm. Uh, through his word he wants to help you to change the way you think. And if you change the way you think, if you change your perspective, 
if you change the way you look at people, the way you look at yourself, the way you look at the world, the way you look at God, then uh, you will start living out His nature. Mm. So often we, we're a born-again creature, but we're stuck with an unrenewed mind. Yes, yes. And, uh, it, you know, you can attend church, and, and if you don't open your own Bible and spend time in it, there's just you're just not going to grow. You're just not going to. That spiritual man, that new spiritual man, is going to stay an infant. It's going to yeah. stay a baby. And babies still throw tantrums, and babies are still like, I want, I want, I want my way. You know? Yes, yes. <laughs> They're still immature. So, so uh, we need to mature in love. We need to mature in faith. And the only way we can do that is by committing to read, read God's word, spend time yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. So when I just, I just want to, you know, just put it out there. When you got saved, there was a dramatic and emotional experience. Something physical happened. When I got saved, the same. But there are many, many people when they get born again, there is absolute no. Uh, manifestation or no emotional reaction. They, they don't get goosebumps on their back. Is their salvation a true salvation or is it uh, a, a mediocre or is it, if, is it not so dramatic? What will you say? Yeah, well, I mean, uh, you know, it's if, if you're talking about getting saved now, but let's think in the area of healings. Some people get healed in a service, they don't feel anything at that moment. Mm. They go home, they go home, they wake up the next morning, the pain is gone, they're healed. Yeah. So, you know, uh, uh, our, our, our senses, our five senses are not just all that it's about. It's about uh, God's integrity. It's about God okay. being faithful to his word and doing yeah. what he says he's going to do. Yeah. So he'll do it. And some people, I've, I, I know a lot of people like that. I don't recall them coming out for an altar call. I don't recall them uh, uh, phoning me and saying, you know what, Robert, oh, I'm so lost and I need a savior and please, you know, can I come see you and will you pray with me? Somewhere they sat in those chairs, they mm. heard the gospel, they chose to believe that yes. and receive this good news and receive this savior. And they got born again, and it was just a silent moment. Nothing spectacular, nothing glamorous. But now you're starting to notice in their character, the way they speak, the way they behave, the way they walk, the way they talk. You start to notice, whoa, something happened with this person. This person is not the same anymore. And if you so, ask them, they'll say, you know what, I chose, I chose to... To give my life to Jesus. So can I be born again twice or more than once? No. No. If you're born again, you're born again. <laughs> That's the good <laughs> news. That's the wonderful good news about being born again. It means that you're, you're, you're saved. You can't be unborn again. Mm. You know what I mean? So exactly. you're, you're you born be into Christ. Again. You're born again. Mm. You're born again. You're born into Christ. You are now in Christ, and Christ is in you. You are inseparable from him. And uh, that is the wonderful good news about the gospel, that those who are in Christ 
are a new creation. The old is gone, the new has come. And nothing can change that. Nothing can separate you from that reality. That is your new identity. That's who you are. Uh, you, are you belong to God. Uh, if you die right now, you, you're going to heaven. If you, if you kick the cat and you cuss at your wife and you die then, you're still going to heaven. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you've been redeemed. You've been purchased. You've put your faith in Christ. Yeah. So, Robbie, the world stats, worldwide stats show that the number one reason why people leave Christianity is not because somebody hurt them. It is not because it doesn't work. It's not because some preacher asked for money. Um, it, 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 it's because of one reason worldwide. This is the number one reason why people walk away from the church or walk away from Jesus, walk away from Christianity. And that is surety of salvation. How can I know that I am born again? Yeah, that is that is wonderful. There's two two points on that that I'd like to make. Uh, firstly, that I, I, I agree with that. Uh, you know, that is why people leave Christianity, because they feel like once they've they've made this decision to follow Jesus, um, that they, their lives should be perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, they should be perfect. Their lives should somehow be perfect. And <laughs> that's not going to happen. You're still going to make mistakes. Yes. You're still going to make mistakes. Some, sometimes you're going to mess up big time. Let's be honest. Sometimes we make major mistakes. Ask my wife. She'll tell you. <laughs> and then the reality is it doesn't change the way God sees you because Jesus, when he died on that cross, took all your sin and shame. Yes. And all you had to do is just come into agreement with what he did. And God receives you based on what Jesus did. And people struggle with that because people want to feel like uh, they they want to feel like there's something extra that they can do. Yes. So it's easy for the enemy to accuse them or to make them feel condemned, and then people start giving mm -hmm. up. They say, "I'm not good enough. You know, I'm I'm a failure. I'm failing God. I'm failing at this." And uh, I, I believe that is. Uh, I agree with you that that is what happens to people or they feel like it, it's too difficult because it's like this, this, you know, I have to be this perfect person for God to accept me, but that's not, that's not what it is. You just no. need to be born again. And that happens when you put your total faith in Jesus. Hmm. So I would say uh, 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 the surety of salvation comes from two, two points for me. Mm -hmm. The first one is the hard one. And that is, you have to take God at his word. Yeah. He said, come, let's reason together. Yes. Though your sins were like scarlet, it shall be white as snow. Yes. So the Bible says that if you put your confidence in Jesus, if you trust him, if you put your faith in him, if you confess him as Lord and Master, mm. you will be saved. I like that will. You know, Romans, like Romans 10 doesn't say... If you uh, believe that Jesus is Lord and you confess him with your mouth, that some of you will be saved no, or that you, you will occasionally be saved or maybe no. you'll be saved or you'll yeah. be saved 
if you don't, there are no other requirements. Can it's I just come in there, Robbie? Can yeah. I just come in there? Okay, because I want to just drop this in there for the guys that are listening. There is a difference between believing in God and believing God. Believing Absolutely. that there is a God. Okay, let's take this. Listen, I believe Robbie exists. I'm believing in him. I believe he exists. I can't deny him. You can hear him. He's called in. He's got a wife. He's got a ministry. I cannot deny that he exists. That's believing in him. But believing Robbie is a different thing. Believing what he says is something completely different. So believing in God and believing God, what God says is two different things. You can look Absolutely. at nature and, and you cannot deny that there must be a creator. You cannot deny it. You mu there must be some, something bigger than what we see. But the Bible is his words. And to believe what he says, that is believing what God says. And that's a different thing. And that's where I think people, uh, they stumble and they, and they battle because in their concept of what God is, they can understand there must be something bigger, something greater, some divine being out there. But to yeah. believe what he says, to take the Bible as the ultimate truth, the fundamental truth, that it's completely objective and not subjective, that it's true, 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 is something different. And when we say this, what you say now, Romans 10, that you will be saved, there's a choice to be made to believe what the God of the Bible says. Thank you, Rob. You carry on. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and uh, Walker, again, it comes down to 1 Peter one twenty three says, being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of the mm. incorruptible mm. seed yes. of the word of God, which lives and abides forever. So uh, receiving, receiving God's truth, God's word into your heart, uh, uh, you know, that is receiving the words of Jesus. That's believing Jesus. That is, that is what you need to do to be born again. And uh, um, you need to take him at his integrity. He's not a man that he should lie. But then also, thank God for the help of the Holy Spirit. And Romans 8 verse 14 says that the Spirit inside us testifies that we are children of God. So there's, yes. you know, when you get born again, there's the indwelling spirit of God that's going to that's gonna give you that comfort, give you that, uh, what is the right word, give you that assurance Yeah. to say, if you ask yourself, am I a child of God? And there's still that hesitation or doubt. You need to go and go through the gospel, see if you believe it. Do you believe that, that Jesus Christ is Lord? Do you believe that he died for your sins? Do you believe that he ra was raised from the dead? Uh, um, you know, receive that gospel truth into your heart. And then the Holy Spirit inside you, he's the one that testifies and he says, you are a child of God. If I, I have no doubt, I don't have to, I, I'm not, I don't have to 
question that anymore because the Spirit of the Lord inside me is the one that says, you're a child of God. If someone right. asks me, yeah. are you a child of God? It's a resounding yes. yes. It's a yes. yes. It's an yes. absolutely. It's not a, mm, I think so, I'm not sure. I'm convinced. Why? Because I yes. believe him. I believe yes. him. I'm, all, yeah. I'm of the opinion, if I ask somebody, are you saved or are you a child of God or are you a born again? And they, they stumble to get to an answer that the Holy Spirit has not done something in their life and that they are maybe seeking, maybe striving, maybe they've repented, but they are not born again. Robbie, I want to ask you as we finish off tonight's show, um, would you pray for people to receive Jesus into their hearts? Absolutely. Absolutely. And again, you know, uh, to everyone listening this and wherever it's going to get shared, uh, I just want to, uh, uh, um, I just want to give you this, uh, this advice that the prayer that I'm going to pray, you can repeat that after me, but it's not some kind of mantra. It's not some kind of spell, magic spell. You know, I don't have some wand uh, mm. here in my in my drawer in my office that I can <laughs> wave and say, Zim Zalabim, you know, right. be saved. You have to look to the cross. So even as I pray this, you know, just just close your eyes and see yourself at the foot of the cross and look up and see Jesus mm -hmm. crucified, nailed to a cross, mm -hmm. looking down at you and smiling at you and saying, this is for you. The Bible says, God so loved the world that he gave his only son so that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. That mm -hmm. whosoever, that's you, put your name there. Say, yes. God so loved me that he gave his son. So, Father, yes. I thank you for every person listening to this. And, Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus Christ. And, Father, we want to firstly just ask you to forgive us. Forgive us for not believing this. Forgive us for uh, not, not uh, having confidence in this truth. Maybe seeking uh, salvation, seeking healing, seeking uh, um, uh, our, our, our salvation in, in other things, in other people, in works, in our own abilities. And Lord, we, today we come to the cross and we, we come totally dependent. We come and we come in total surrender. We say, Lord, we realize that we need a Savior. And we come today and we put all our confidence, all our trust in Jesus Christ. Mm. And we receive you, Lord Jesus, as our personal Savior. This is not just a thing of God loved the world anymore. This is a thing of God loved me. God loves me. God proved his love to me by Jesus dying on the cross for me. So, Lord, today I receive you into my life. I thank you that I can give you all my sin, all my failures, all my fears. And I thank you that you forgive me, that you cleanse me with your blood, and that right now, at this instant, 
by the integrity of your word, I can trust you to fill me with your Holy Spirit. Yes. And make me a new creation. I yes. thank you for that. In Jesus' name. And every one of you that prayed that, my only advice to you is to open up your Bible in the New Testament mm -hmm. and to start reading it. And you will find that everything we've discussed today is true and that God will start doing something in your life that is magnificent. You'll never be the same. Just... Just um, allow the Word of God to transform you on the inside. Mm. Amen. Amen. Yeah, this is a naked show the, about God, faith, religion, and the Bible. We, we don't talk Christianese. We give you the truth from the Word of God unashamedly. And this is your, your truth for tonight. Repentance will not save you. It's something that you can do on your own. You cannot see the kingdom of God unless you are born again. And that is a work of the Holy Spirit. That, ladies and gentlemen, is your naked truth. Good night. Enjoy your evening. Thanks for watching.